We are looking tonight uh, about living a life of peace or a life that's falling to pieces. And I hope tonight each one of us in this room is living a life of peace and our life is not falling to pieces. But sometimes it does. And so when it does, Jesus comes along and has to calm our storms. And so I hope you've sensed that in your life and known that in your life, that you've been in the middle of a storm. You may be in one tonight, I don't know. But Jesus will always come along and calm our storms if... And so let's go through it here and see. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Before we get to verse 35, in the beginning of Mark, we find that Jesus began to teach the people, and so many people gathered up. He stepped off of the seashore into a boat and pushed the boat out away from the seashore so he could preach and teach And because so many people were crowding around him. So you can just kind of visualize where he was at that moment, just in a boat by himself, pushed away from the shore, and talking to the people on the seashore and just teaching and preaching and ministering to them. And so then we come to verse 35 after he's done a lot of teaching. And that day when evening came, he's taught all day long. He said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Let's go to the other side of the lake. We need to move from here, go to the other side. He had something he needed to do on the other side of the lake. So he tells them as it's getting dark, let's go to the other side of the lake. Well, leaving the crowd behind, all that crowd that's gathered that day on the seashore, as he pushed the boat away from the seashore to teach them, leaving them behind, they took him along. Talking about the disciples took him along, took Jesus along, just as he was in the boat. So he's already pushed out away from the shore. He's in the boat. The disciples get in the boat. They push off. They're headed to the other side. But there were also other boats with him. So a lot of people found their boat, got into the boat. Everybody's headed across the sea. Well, a furious squall came up. And the waves broke over the boat, so it was nearly swamped. It's nearly filled up with uh, water. And so the furious squall, make sure we understand that. I wanted to understand the word for myself. is a violent blowing wind that causes great agitation. So here's this violent blowing wind coming across the lake as they're going across it. And if you ever, you've ever been on the lake in a boat and a storm comes up, you can just kind of imagine what's going on here. The waves are going up and down. The wind is blowing hard. The waves are breaking over into the boat. The water's coming into the boat. It says they were nearly swamped, meaning the boat's about to fill up with water, about to turn over. And so this furious squall is going on around. They got a storm. They're in the middle of a storm. Well, Jesus was in the stern sleeping on the cushion. Do you know anything about a boat to know where the stern of the boat is? It's the back. It's the back part of the boat. And so that's where the rudder was, and that's where Jesus is. And not only is he by the rudder back toward the back of it, but he's on a cushion, and he's doing what? Sleeping. In the middle of the storm, Jesus. Come on now. We're in the middle of the storm. The wind's blowing. The uh, waves are coming up. The boat's rocking. Water's coming in. We're about to drown. And the disciples woke him up, said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? I mean, they're afraid, as you would be, as I would be. You know, waves coming in, the wind's blowing. Don't you care? You know, what are you doing sleeping? We're in the middle of a storm here, Jesus. What's your problem? And so he asked them, don't you care? Aren't you concerned about us? Aren't you worried, Jesus? Aren't you anxious? Aren't you having an anxiety attack like us? Don't you care about us? And don't we get into that situation sometimes, Jesus, too? We get into the middle of storms sometimes also. It might not be out on the lake. 
It may, by, may not be when the wind's blowing. The wind may be calm. But everything else around us is going to a problem, creating a problem. Everything else is stirred up around us, isn't it? You know those people. Oh, I'm not talking about your family, that people. I'm talking about, you know, at work, school, Walmart, wherever you go. Things are just getting all stirred up. You know, things are happening. Whether it's people or physical things or health or money or, you know, whatever it may be, we got a problem going on. It's all going on around us at that moment. And now we go to God and say, God, aren't you concerned about what I'm going through? Don't you care, Jesus? Aren't you worried like I am? Aren't you anxious like I am? Don't you just care about me and what I'm going through? Don't we go to God like that sometimes? Don't you care about me? <laughs> That's what they did. Don't you care about us? We're going to drown. And so they ask him the question, don't you care if we drown? Aren't you concerned about us drowning? And as you look at that phrase and you begin to understand it and analyze it, they were that we are perishing or destroyed. That's what they were saying to him. Jesus, we're perishing. We're going under. The waves are about to get all the water in this boat. We're going to turn over. It's going to sink. And we're all going to be out here in this big old violent storm. And we're literally going to drown. In fact, we're drowning now, Jesus, because it's saying in present tense, we're drowning now. And so the boat's filling up with water. And they're scared, they're upset, they're worried, they're concerned, they're anxious, and they're saying, Jesus, don't you care? Don't we get there sometimes? Jesus, don't you care about us, what we're going through? Well, he got up, he woke up, because they're waking him up, and he stood up and he rebuked the wind and he said to the waves, quiet, be still. All he had to do was just speak. And all this wind died down. All he had to do was speak, and all the waves died down. All he had to do was speak, and the water quit coming in the boat. That's all he had to do, quiet, be still. And then the wind died down, it's completely calm. Isn't that amazing? Wouldn't you like to see that? Wouldn't you like to have been there that night? And so he said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? So they were asking Jesus, what's your problem for sleeping through the storm? And he's asking them, what's your problem for having no faith through the storm? See how he turns it around on us? Where's faith? So he's asking them, why are you afraid? Why are you fearful? Why are you fearful, fearful of the storm? Why are you being timid? You know the word afraid there in, in the, uh, that statement literally means in the Greek, coward. Why are you being a coward? Now, we've heard that word coward probably all our lives. You've probably never been, never been called a coward. But you know what a coward is. A coward is somebody who's afraid. A coward is somebody who they often label in a military situation uh, that ran from the battlefield. You know, they were on the battlefront and they got scared and they, they left the battlefield. They were coward. Uh, you know, you've probably seen the, the movie about Patton and that famous scene where Patton comes into hospital and, all these soldiers have been wounded and uh, they're blind and they've lost an arm and all that kind of thing. And there's one guy sitting on the side of his bed and he's just crying, he's weeping and asking what's wrong with him. And General Patton asked him what's wrong with him. And he talks about being afraid and, you know, got scared and all this sort of thing. And he begins to slap him and work him over and the doctors come and grab him and get him out of there. You know, he's creating a scene. 
and made headlines in the newspapers of that day and time for slapping this soldier and, you know, doing what he did to him because simply because he's afraid, but he was a coward. He ran from the battlefield, and these soldiers around him are all dying. These soldiers in the, in the hospital with are all injured. He's there because he's a coward. So he's asking them, why are you such a coward? Well, Jesus, you know, what do you mean we're a coward? Well, here's why, why he was asking that question. Do you still have no faith? <clears throat> Meaning this. The word faith means confidence. Do you still have no confidence? Well, Jesus, the water's coming in the boat. We like this boat. It's a good, well-built boat. But, you know, the water's coming in. It's probably going to turn over because of the size of it. And he says, no, no, you don't understand. Do you have no confidence in me, Jesus? Do you still have no reliance? Well, it's a good boat. We've relied on it. We've been on the water in it before, and it's been a good fishing boat. And we've got a lot of fish out of it. It's gone through a lot of storms, and, but right now it's just hard to rely on this boat. He said, no, you're missing it. Why aren't you relying on me? Do you still have no trust? Well, we trust this boat. We've been out on this boat many times in the lake, and it's been a good boat, and it's got us through a lot of storms, but right now it's not getting us through this one. You don't understand, he said. Do you still have no trust in me? Do you see how when we get into a storm, we have confidence, we have reliance, we have trust on us? Because the last time we got into a storm, we figured out a way out of it. We said, it's a bad storm I in, got some kind of physical problem, got some, some kind of financial problem, got some, some kind of job problem, got some kind of relationship problem, some kind of family problem, some kind of, you know, issue going on around me. I got this storm going on, but you know what? I'm pretty smart and I figured it all out. And so I've got confidence in my abilities. I rely on myself and I trust what my judgment is and I got through that. But here's a storm right now I can't do anything about. And so that's why Jesus says, hold on, wait a minute. Rather than having confidence, reliance, and trust in ourselves or things around us, he says, have confidence, reliance, and trust in me, Jesus. That's what makes the difference in a storm. It's who we're confident in. It's who we rely on. It's who do we trust and have faith in during those times that Jesus would come to us as we're being a coward because we're not trusting in him. We're trying to trust in ourselves and it's not working out. Haven't you tried to fix a storm, a problem before, and it just didn't work out for you? Anybody ever? You've had a whole bunch? Okay. Leroy and you, the only two. Okay. I'll see the hand back there and that hand there. Okay. <laughs> so we've all probably been there, haven't we? We've tried to fix a storm, a situation, a thing we're going through, and we tried to fix it, and it just didn't work out. We made it worse, and that's why Jesus says we're being a coward because we're not trusting the one who can. We don't have confidence, reliance, and trust the one who can fix it. We're trying to do it ourselves. And he said, I'm in the boat with you. If this boat turns over, I'm going in the water too. And I'm not going in the water, he says. So they were terrified, and they asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. So now they've gone from being a coward. Now they've gone from being afraid. Now they've gone to being terrified, asking the question, wait, everything's calm now. And now we're terrified. You were afraid a moment ago. You're going to die. You're going to drown. Now you're terrified because everything's calm. Can't make them happy, can you? <laughs> they were terrified. What does that mean? They were filled with great fear. They were filled with great distress. They were filled with reverence.
Those words mean terrified. Great fear, great distress, and reverence all mean terrified. And so all at one time, they're filled with this great fear of, oh, <laughs> we were just challenging him and wondering why he was asleep. Now he woke up and he calmed the storm. Hmm, we better be real careful. They've got this severe stress, distress going on because, you know, we were afraid. Now we're terrified. We were going to drown. Now we're not. Everything's raging around us. Now it's all calm. Whew, that's a lot to swallow. That's a lot to understand. But through it all, they had this reverence. Wait a minute. Look what he did. We need to revere him. <laughs> reverence means to bow down, to kiss toward. That's what it literally means, to worship him. And so therefore, they were went from this being afraid to this being terrified. They had this great reverence toward him because of simply what he did. See, the disciples saw that even the forces of nature obey Jesus, so why can't we? The wind and the rain and the waves all obey Jesus. But do we? All he's got to do is say, quiet, be still, and it all stops. But what about us in our life? Can he just come to us and say, quiet, be still? And we do. Or does he have to say it over and over and over and over and over and over? <laughs> How many times does he have to tell us, quiet, be still, before we are? You see, sometimes Jesus calms the storms around us, giving us a life of peace, just like he did with them. You know, we can go to Jesus and say, Lord, here's my storm. All this stuff going on around me, all these things, these people and these friends and these neighbors and my family and my, my finances and my health and all this stuff's going on around me. Jesus, I need you to just solve these problems, solve these storms I'm going through. It's overwhelming me. I'm afraid here. I'm going under. And sometimes he'll just say, okay, quiet, be still. Okay, quiet, be still. Quiet, be still. And the storms are all gone in their life. And now we've got peace. Jesus does that, doesn't he? Because he's done it many times in our lives. Just calms everything down around us. Just brings it to a conclusion. Works it all out for our favor and our blessing. And we say, Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That's a lot better now. And we've got peace. But sometimes the storms around us continue. But God, God, Jesus will calm our heart, also giving us life of peace. See, sometimes we'll go, God, solve this, solve that, take care of this, take care of that, calm these storms, got all this stuff going on. And you know, he doesn't do it. Sometimes we wake up the next morning, we still got that same storm. And wake up a week later, we still got that same storm going on. And wake up a month later, it's still raging. But here's what he does. He calms our heart, still giving us that life of peace. He comes to us and says to our heart, says to our character, says to our very spirit, quiet, be still. Yes, Lord. And we are. Everything's still happening around us like it was yesterday. Everything's still happening around us like it was the day before and the week before and the month before. Nothing's changed. We're still in that same storm. Everything's still raging. But we're calm. How did that happen? <laughs> because we obeyed Jesus. That's right. Quiet. Be still. And we are. We simply said, Lord... <laughs> I can't believe I was so agitated. I can't believe I was so upset. I can't believe I was so scared and terrified. I can't believe I was a coward and not trust you and have faith in you and rely on you and depend on you. 
in the middle of this storm, forgive me for my sins and calm my heart and my spirit and my soul. And he does. And that's when the peace comes. See, we live a life of peace or our life falls to pieces depending on those three things, doesn't it? Our confidence in Jesus. You know about confidence, don't you? Confidence is what you have right now with where you're sitting. You have confidence that seat you're sitting on is not going to fall down with you sitting on it. Right? (laughs) Why do you have confidence? Because you sat in it before. Sat in it last week, week four, week four, week four, and it never did fall through, so you have confidence it won't fall through now. Now, if that seat you're sitting in fell through last week, you're thinking, hmm, I think I'll sit in another seat tonight. Now, if that seat fell through tonight, next week you said, hmm, I think I'm going to stand. I'll just stand up the whole time I'm here. And so we don't have confidence. But see, when Jesus says, have confidence in me, he says, because I trusted you yesterday, last week, last month, last year, and you didn't let me down. You're gonna, not going to let me down today either, are you, Jesus? So we have a life of peace when we have total confidence in Jesus that when we go to him and he says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, I will give you, what's the word? Rest. rest. I will give you rest, but you got to come to me to get it. And so when we go to him, we've done that before. Lord, I just need rest. I'm so weary. I'm so burdened. I, I don't know what to do. I'm about wore out, wore down, and used up. And we go to Jesus. We get along with Him. We spend time with Him in prayer and Bible study and, and just get away from other things and other people and get with Jesus. And He restores us and He encourages us and He builds us up. And so we understand about going to Him and getting that rest we need. And so we do it again. We have confidence. Well, He did that before in my life. He gave me peace when I was going through that. And I know I can now. So when we go through to Him... Depending on Him for that confidence that He's going to give us peace, we know we're going to get it, and we have it. We live a life of peace, but also reliance. Jesus wants us in one place all the time, totally dependent on Him. But see, when we get out on our own, we depend on ourselves. I can pick this up all by myself. I don't need Bubba to come help me. I'm strong enough. I can pick it up all by myself. It won't hurt my Body, it won't do anything to me because I'm strong enough to pick this up. I don't need Bubba to come help me, so don't come help me, Bubba. I don't need you right now. I can pick this up all by myself. Hold on. Wait, Bubba. No, don't do anything yet. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> all right, try the piano. Bubba Leroy, uh, Danny, Lane. Yeah, Lane. Come here, Lane. (laughs) Need a lot of help there, don't we? See how that works with Jesus? I can handle it, Jesus. I can pick that up all by myself. I've been doing it all my life. But then, like Sue says, get the piano. (laughs) Whole different story then, isn't it? Same thing with life. God, I fixed that last week. I didn't. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. I'll handle it. I'll fix it. I can rely on me, you know. I'm pretty strong. I'm pretty smart. I can do a lot of things. But wait a minute. Not this one I'm in right now. I'm in it it heavy right now. I'm in in a big one. (laughs) I'm in over my head. 
And Jesus says, rely on me. I want you totally dependent on me at all times. And too many times we're depending on self or somebody else or something else, and we're not depending on him. And he says, no, you're not living a life of peace, are you? You're trying to fix everything and everybody all by yourself. He says, you don't need me, do you? Well, <laughs> yeah, because I just got hold of a piano. <laughs> I can't do anything about that. I need to rely on you. He says, you need to rely on me when you have a piano or when you have a podium, either way. I want you totally dependent on me at all times. So sometimes he has to teach us about being dependent, doesn't he? You know, something comes along we can't fix. We can't pick up. <laughs> we can't handle. And he says, now what are you going to do? You thought you were pretty tough, didn't you? Now you're going to call out to me, won't you? So we live a life of peace when we totally depend on and have confidence in Him, rely on Him, but also trust Him. Sometimes it's hard to trust Jesus, isn't it? That's Because that's just not working out like we thought. That's just not going along with my plans. Something's wrong here, Jesus. Right? <laughs> that's when He says you got to trust me. It's hard to trust Him sometimes, isn't it? Because things just aren't going by our plans. I plan my life out all the time. She laughs at me so much. Because I'm a planner. And she's not. <laughs> and so... so uh, <laughs> So it makes life interesting. And uh, she asked me every Saturday the last couple of weeks, you already know what you're wearing tomorrow, don't you? I said, yeah, I do. Because <laughs> she knows how I rotate my suits. You know, one, well, then, never mind, I won't get into all that. But uh, you know what she said last night? She said, I'm going to go in the closet see what I'm going to wear tomorrow. Rather than waiting till this morning, five minutes before we leave, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, about what you do. But she said, I'm going to go see what I'm going to wear tomorrow. But see, it's hard to trust Jesus sometimes because we get life all planned out. Here's what I'm going to do now. Here's what I'm going to do next. Here's what's next. Here's what's next. And so why we need to trust Jesus? We've got it all planned out. It's all falling into place, all working out. And then one day something doesn't work out quite like we thought. Well, Jesus, why didn't that work out? Oh, that's right. I can't trust you, can I? He said, no, you're trying to trust in yourself through all these other things that you plan out. And you don't trust me when it doesn't work out. So why don't you just trust me at all times and then we won't have that problem when something doesn't work out like you thought. You say, oh, <laughs> I'm trusting you anyway, Jesus. So it doesn't matter how it works out because I trust you, Period. See, sometimes we want to put, I trust you if you will, you know, fill in those blanks. I trust you when you, and you fill in those blanks. I will trust you, you know, all those things. He said, why don't you just write it on your hand, I trust you, period. And let that stop there. It's what he's asking those disciples. What's your problem? Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? So he asks us today, what are we afraid of? 
we're in that storm, why are we afraid of it? All that stuff going on around us, you know, whether it's at home or at work, school or town or wherever it may be, why are we so afraid? Do we still have no faith? No confidence? No trust? No reliance on Him? So where are we tonight? See, if we're there, if we have that confidence to reliance and trust in Him, we're living a life of peace. No matter what's going on around us, no matter what's going on in us, we're living a life of peace. But when we don't have confidence, reliance, and trust, our lives fall into pieces because we're not having faith, confidence, reliance, and trust in Jesus. So where are we tonight? Trusting or not?